Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Hello, history buffs, and welcome back to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're diving into the ancient world to explore one of the most pivotal battles in history, the Battle of the Delta, where Egypt clashed with the mysterious Sea Peoples. That's right, Marco. It's a tale of war, heroism, and the struggle for survival in a rapidly changing world. All right, let's take a step back in time and paint the picture of the world during the Late Bronze Age, around the 12th century BCE. Marco, what was the global stage like back then? Chuck, it was a time of incredible civilizations and complex geopolitics. The Mediterranean and Near East were like a chessboard of powerful empires and city-states. The Hittites dominated Anatolia, the Mycenaeans were influential in Greece, and, of course, the new kingdom of Egypt was flourishing under the rule of the pharaohs. These weren't just regional powers. They were interconnected through trade, diplomacy, and sometimes conflict. Exactly, Chuck. Trade routes crisscrossed the Mediterranean, bringing not just goods but also ideas and cultures. This interconnectedness, however, also meant that trouble in one area could send shockwaves throughout the region. And speaking of trouble, this was also a period of significant upheaval, wasn't it? Absolutely. Climate changes, economic hardships, and possibly even natural disasters were putting immense pressure on these societies. It was a time of migrations and invasions, as people sought new lands to settle. Enter the Sea Peoples, a confederation of maritime warriors whose origins are still debated by historians today. They were like a storm, sweeping through the Mediterranean, toppling civilizations in their path. That's right. The Sea Peoples were not a single ethnic group but a coalition of various tribes and peoples. They brought with them advanced naval technologies and tactics, making them a formidable force on the seas. And amidst this chaos, Egypt stood as a beacon of stability and prosperity under Pharaoh Ramses III. But even the mighty Egypt could feel the tremors of change rattling the Bronze Age world. So, with the stage set, the Nile Delta would become the arena for a monumental clash. The Egyptians, with their rich history and military might, against the enigmatic and powerful Sea Peoples. A battle that would not only determine the fate of Egypt, but also mark a turning point in ancient history. So Marco, let's delve deeper into what led up to this colossal showdown. The Mediterranean is churning with turmoil, but what specifically sets the stage for the Battle of the Delta? Great question Chuck. It all starts with the mysterious movements of the Sea Peoples. Archaeological and historical records suggest that around this time, several groups started migrating in mass. These included names we've come across in Egyptian records like the Peleset, Cheka, Shekelesh, and others. Right, and these weren't peaceful migrations. These groups were often armed, aggressive, and ready to carve out new territories for themselves. They caused the collapse of several civilizations, like the Hittites and possibly even contributed to the downfall of the Mycenaean civilization. Now, Egypt, under the rule of Pharaoh Ramses III, was aware of these threats. Egypt had already faced invasions in the past and had built a formidable military reputation. Ramses III, in particular, was known for his military prowess and strategic acumen. He was a pharaoh who wasn't just sitting back on his throne, he was actively preparing. Ancient texts, like those found in the temple of Medinet Habu, give us a glimpse into his preparations. Exactly Chuck. 
Ramses III mobilized his army, fortified his borders, and most importantly, he strengthened his navy. He knew that the Sea People's main advantage was their naval capabilities. And he didn't just stop at military preparations. Diplomacy and intelligence gathering were also key. Ramses III sent out scouts, gathered information about the Sea Peoples, their movements, and their tactics. Meanwhile, the Sea Peoples, likely driven by desperation due to famine, drought, or political upheaval in their homelands, were looking for fertile and wealthy lands. And what better target than Egypt, known for its riches and agricultural bounty? It's almost like a perfect storm, Marco. On one hand, you have this coalition of desperate, battle-hardened warriors, and on the other, an established empire bracing for impact. Absolutely, Chuck. And it's in this high-tension atmosphere that the stage is set for the Battle of the Delta. Ramses III on one side, determined to protect his kingdom and maintain the legacy of the pharaohs. And the Sea Peoples on the other, a formidable force driven by necessity and the desire for new lands. A clash of civilizations, ideologies, and strategies, all converging at the Nile Delta. Now, let's dive into the heart of the conflict. The Nile Delta is about to become the epicenter of a monumental clash. Marco, how does this battle start to unfold? Chuck, it's a multi-pronged assault. The Sea Peoples, with their advanced naval capabilities, launch a massive maritime invasion. Their fleet, loaded with warriors, heads straight for the Nile Delta, the gateway to Egypt's heartland. And they weren't just coming by sea. There were also land assaults happening simultaneously. Exactly. The Sea Peoples understood the importance of a coordinated attack. While their fleet approached from the Mediterranean, other contingents moved by land, aiming to encircle and overwhelm the Egyptian defenses. But Ramses III wasn't caught off guard. He had anticipated this move. His response was a blend of strategic fortifications, troop deployments, and, most importantly, a revamped navy. Ramses III had prepared his forces for both land and sea battles. The Egyptian army was well-trained and experienced, particularly in defending their homeland. But the real game-changer here was the Egyptian navy, which had been significantly bolstered. Ramses III had his ships anchored in the Nile, forming a defensive line. These ships were not just defensive, they were equipped with archers and ready for combat. And here's where we see the brilliance of Ramses III's tactics. He knew he couldn't outmaneuver the Sea Peoples at sea. So, he turned the Nile Delta into a trap. The narrow channels and marshlands restricted the movement of the Sea People's ships, negating their naval advantage. It was a masterstroke. The Egyptian archers, stationed on the banks and on ships, unleashed volleys of arrows on the Sea People's fleet, which was struggling to navigate the tricky waters of the delta. And let's not forget the ground troops. Egyptian infantry and charioteers engaged the Sea Peoples who had landed, fighting fiercely to protect their homeland. It was a battle on two fronts, with Ramses III orchestrating this complex ballet of land and naval warfare. And what about the Sea Peoples during all this? They were tenacious Chuck. Despite the heavy losses due to the Egyptian archers and the difficult terrain, they kept pushing forward. Their ferocity in battle was something the Egyptians hadn't quite expected. But ultimately, the combination of strategic location, preparation, and military tactics by Ramses III turned the tide in Egypt's favor. Absolutely, Chuck. The Battle of the Delta wasn't just a single day's event. It was a series of engagements where each side pushed and pulled, 
with Ramses III's strategies slowly but effectively wearing down the Sea Peoples. It was a defining moment, not just for Egypt, but for the entire Mediterranean region. The outcome of this battle would reshape the ancient world. The Battle of the Delta Marco was not just a clash of armies, but also a saga of individual heroism and tragic losses. Can you share some of the most striking stories from this battle? Definitely, Chuck. Among the many tales, one that stands out is the story of an Egyptian captain named Amos Pennekebet. According to the inscriptions, he led a small group of soldiers in a daring naval assault, boarding and capturing one of the Sea People's ships. That's incredible. Literally jumping into the heart of the enemy fleet. It's like something out of a movie. Absolutely. And there's more. Another hero of this battle was an Egyptian archer named Amenemope. Stationed on the banks of the Nile, his precision and unyielding stance reportedly played a crucial role in holding back the Sea People's advance. These individual acts of bravery and skill were crucial. But, as with any battle, there was a significant cost. The casualties were substantial on both sides, right? Indeed, Chuck. The Egyptian records, while celebrating the victory, also speak of the heavy toll. Thousands of warriors on both sides lost their lives. The Sea Peoples, in particular, faced enormous losses due to the Egyptian strategic positioning and archery prowess. And it wasn't just about the numbers. Each lost life represented a family, a story, a piece of the fabric of these ancient societies. That's a sobering thought, Chuck. The Battle of the Delta, while a defining victory for Egypt, was also a stark reminder of the brutal realities of war in the ancient world. These stories of heroism and the heavy toll and lives give us a vivid picture of the battle's intensity. It was a conflict that shaped the course of history, leaving a lasting impact on the civilizations involved. Hey Chuck, do you know why the Sea Peoples didn't send any secret messages during the battle? No why? Because they were afraid of the leaks. Not your worst joke Marco. The dust has settled on the Battle of the Delta, and Egypt emerges victorious. But Marco, this isn't just the end of a battle, it's the beginning of a new chapter in history. Let's talk about the impact and legacy of this monumental clash. You're spot on Chuck. The victory of Ramses III had far-reaching consequences. First and foremost, it solidified Egypt's status as a dominant power in the ancient world. By repelling the Sea Peoples, Ramses III ensured the survival and continuity of Egyptian civilization. It was more than just a military victory, wasn't it? It was a statement of resilience and strength. Exactly. And beyond the immediate military impact, the battle had cultural and economic repercussions. Egypt, having secured its borders, experienced a period of relative peace and stability. This allowed for a flourishing of art, culture, and trade in the years that followed. But what about the Sea Peoples? This battle was a turning point for them as well, right? Indeed, Chuck. The defeat at the Battle of the Delta marked the decline of the Sea Peoples as a significant maritime threat. Some of them settled in the region, with groups like the Pele Set possibly becoming the Philistines, who later interacted with the Israelites. So, in a way, the battle reshaped the demographic and cultural landscape of the Eastern Mediterranean. That's correct. And let's not forget the broader historical context. This battle, and the wider conflicts of this period, signaled the end of the Bronze Age and the beginning of the Iron Age. A pivotal moment in history indeed. The collapse of the Bronze Age civilizations paved the way for new powers to emerge and new societal structures to develop. The Battle of the Delta therefore, 
wasn't just a military confrontation, it was a catalyst for historical and cultural transformation. Its legacy is seen in how it shaped the political and cultural landscapes of the ancient Near East. It's fascinating, Marco, how a single battle can have such profound and lasting impacts, influencing the course of history in ways that the participants could never have imagined. Absolutely, Chuck. The Battle of the Delta is a testament to the complexity of history, where military conflict, cultural shifts, and human resilience intertwine to shape our world. Well said, Marco. And there you have it, the story of the Battle of the Delta. Before we go, we want to say a huge thank you to our listeners. Your support means the world to us. Absolutely. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share the History AI podcast. Your five-star reviews help us reach more people and continue to grow. And if you have any topic suggestions, drop us a message on social media. Also, exciting news. We've got some cool History AI podcast merchandise now. Check out the link in the show notes. And as a thank you to our listeners, we're offering a 10% discount on your first purchase. Just use the code the History AI Podcast, all one word, at checkout. Until next time, keep exploring history and remember, the past is never as far as it seems. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The Starting Line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.